Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With me, as always, is the other host, Taylor Wells. Episode 59. Wells, what's going on? And next up on the stage, Cinnamon. Come into the stage. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. She likes ones. She likes fives, but she loves tens. (laughs) 20s are also good. Um, 20s, if you feel like that, but she's not worth one. Love you, you Cinnamon! Guys are, you guys, <laughs> anyways. Cinnamon's uh, just like, fuck off. Cinnamon, Cinnamon's the B-Squad. Like, if you have a stripper named Cinnamon at your joint right now, she is a Tuesday to Wednesday starter. For how sure. How does that, how would that work? Because uh, everything's racist nowadays. Does, uh-huh. Is it racist if... It's a white girl named Cinnamon, or is it racist if it's a dark girl named Cinnamon? Mm. Like, how does how does that work? Like, how now? now it, I don't know what's kosher anymore. Like, well, if everybody's Cinnamon, then technically, in my mind, it wouldn't. It shouldn't be racist. I think to beat the stereotyping, or you know, whatever, yep. whatever sort of racism you know we got okay. going on here, yeah. um, her act is just her dumping Cinnamon on her. Oh, you know, so she doing doing like, the doing the cinnamon challenge, like correct. eating a spoonful of cinnamon and yes, just and coughing dying. on everyone. Yeah, and like slowly Great. dying on stage while everybody throws ones at her. I think that's you know, and and that's just that's just the world we live in right now. That was that that's very close to that joke from Anthony Jeselnik. He talks about how he went on on tour at a at a at a college show, and he didn't book his hotel room, and he pulled up. And he's, he's, he goes, guys, all right, dude, we've only got one room left, but I have to tell you by law that two hookers OD'd in that room last night. Mm-hmm. He goes, he goes, well, how much more is that? <laughs> it's like people paying for, it's like people paying more for a hotel room if it's haunted, you know? Yeah. Right. Like if, the, if there's, if the, like, if I'm going to be woken up at 333 in the morning by some entity tapping on my nutsack three times, <laughs> which, you know, at that point means that it's go time. Um, uh-huh. You know, then I'm going to pay at least a 30% upcharge on that, you know? I mean, I, when, you're right. If I want if I want a true haunted experience, I want a good bet, you know? That's right. That's fair. Hey, hey well, speaking of good bets, uh-huh. betcommish.ag. Yeah. Uh, he's the man with a plan uh-huh. who sponsors this podcast. Correct. Yes. Uh, if you are looking to place any action on really anything, because uh, I mean, we we recently bet on politics, so he's he's got a little bit of everything. Uh, you should bet with the commish because he offers twenty percent pre free play on deposits with zero rollover because rollover is a scam. Yes, Text. Yes. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I say rollovers. Rollovers at three thirty-three in the morning. I see. It just it just comes up. It's just a. It's just a. It's a really shitty ghost. Just. It's you should take. You should take the. I'd like to make a deposit. Oh, you can't because there's rollover. It's just commish on like. I'd a, like to... on like a fucking screen like a. He's he's got like a fucking projector in the room. He's <laughs> just on a screen at. Three in the morning. Rollovers escape. 
That's what. That's what he at, at Halloween. He throws on a. He throws on like a sheet, and instead of like saying boo at the kid, like he's he's a normal dad. Like he jumps out and he scares kids, uh-huh. but like he jumps out instead of boo or ah, it's roll over. <laughs> and they're like, the dogs obey instantly. Right. Uh, but he's, he doesn't. Have, he doesn't. He doesn't have any pumpkins. He doesn't have any fucking scarecrows, you know, standing his, like sitting his, still at the doorway. His girlfriend or wife is like, "Why do you yell that?" He's like, "It's the it's the scariest <laughs> words that you could think of." What are you he talking just about? he literally just has a ban over or a banner across the top of his doorway that just says "roll over," <laughs> and he like like he he doesn't uh, even pass out candy. He just passes out free play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just passes out free play. Hey, oh, kid. Do you like rollover? And the kid's like, Do you want like, some rollover? Literally shit. Or do you pants. want some free play? Do you want some free play? Kid's like, no, dude, give me a fucking Snickers and let me get off your porch. <laughs> and the dad, the uh, dad, the mom and dad are like, yeah, we'll take 50 in free play, please. Oh, Christ. Well, if you, if you want, there you go. Trick or treat. T- text, uh, uh, text 951-878-9411 or hit him up. On Twitter at Beck Uh just say trick or treat. That's 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 the keyword. <laughs> All and, one word. Uh, or... Trick or treat. That's that's three words. Mm. Trick. Maybe, well, maybe maybe you got to throw in the hyphens. In I don't Ar- know. In Arizona, we just say trick or treat. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Well, in any in any case, I think you'll know what you're talking about, and he'll throw some free play at you. I don't I don't know what. Maybe, maybe because this is episode fifty nine. We'll 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 put him in a corner, and he has to give you fifty nine dollars in free play, mm, or fifty nine cents, <laughs> or fifty nine cents, it's, it's or five dollars and nine cents. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, whatever know he what wants. He he's he's the commish. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, bet bet with the commish. He's an absolute gem. Yep. Uh, he puts up with our bullshit, and he'll put up with yours. That should be his fucking. And motto. he pays. He pays on time. It pays on time. That's right. It pays on time. There it is. All right. Um, Wells, I, I didn't I didn't actually tell you about this off the air, uh, uh, off the mic. I just I remembered. Uh, I this. actually stepped I actually stepped on the ice for the first time in a year. Holy god! Nearly two years. Nearly two years. That's that's spookier than rollover. Yeah. Uh, so, buddy of mine, uh, he actually he was the, the only person to ever guest star on the podcast before. Uh huh. Um, he he has a he has a fireman's a team of firemen uh, in a beer league and Ooh. they they needed a sub because it was a ten o'clock game. Nice, uh, yeah, classic beer league. Uh, so I went out there and boy, uh, I never thought I could be so sore. <laughs> I I'm hurt. I it, that hurt. Like I, the next day, I I was dying. How many goals did you score? Uh, I li- I had to I limited myself. I got a goal and three assists because it was a lower league game, and mm. I I if I if I burst out for three goals, then I would probably not be invited back. Oh. So I had to, yeah. It's one of those where because they they asked me, they're like, "Are you no? You've played in the upper league here?" And I was like, "Well, define upper league." Like, yeah, when I was here, there was only two leagues, so. Yeah, upper and lo- upper and lower. So yeah, I wasn't in the learn to skate league, but because now there's like four leagues. And they're like, yeah, you're playing the upper. I was like, yeah, well, I definitely am not an upper player anymore. So 
Mm. They invited me in. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was, it, it worked out okay. I just how, didn't. How were you know. your skates? I mean, were were you rocking tiny baby skates still or? No, I, I picked up. God, up forever. I was using the same fucking skates that I was using for the vandals, and now I, I picked up some new ones. You know, roughly two years ago, and and I I I made sure not to tighten them much. Mm. I was I was skating real loose. Like they, I mean, I just all I did was pull them a little and then tie it a lot, tie a knot at the top. Mm. Um, that usually seems to work for me. I don't know why. Uh, but so your yeah, ankles have more room to bend. I think is what it is. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Uh-huh. I needed I needed some bending room. Uh-huh. Uh, in any case, uh, no, my 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 speed uh, is is thankfully not gone. Uh, and stick handling, stick handling's okay. What uh, what is what is completely gone is my endurance <laughs> and my and my shot, which was nice. never really good to begin with. So, mm. so it got better. No, it's it did not get better. I I but I after my after my third shot into his chest, uh, as it fluttered past him like a like a small fairy like Tinkerbell, uh, I decided to just uh, start deking. Just dish because it. Just dish the puck, dude. Pa- pass and, and make moves because that's all I could pretty much do at that point. Uh, yeah, my my last my last men's league game over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. I I realized you know, and of course it was the stick, right? I mean, obviously know, the stick. Uh, just, I do need yeah. a new stick, by the way. It's I think I think the I think the cork inside of it has gone bad. Yeah, it's definitely Hockey's- rotted. Yeah, they got they got corks. That's that's what inside the hockey stick. Everybody got a cork. Yeah, corked it up. Uh, it's like yep. a baseball bat. Exactly. Um, you know, if you can't shoot, you pass. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. That's what I was doing. Well, but good yeah, for no, you. I, I, you know, get out there. Um, you know, how many beers did you have though? I missed it. Uh, I did not. I did not have any because I real. I I knew that I was already gonna be an absolute fucking that's a shit show. rookie mistake, dude. I should have. I know. I should have. But you I would have found some fucking, you know, bottom of the bottle endurance if you would have done it right. But you could have, could have, could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll invite me back because I didn't. I wasn't too much of an asshole, so maybe they'll invite me back. That's fair. I would have put up fucking ten on them. That's you can't. <laughs> I think it has a three. I think it has a three goal minimum. Oh, like if you, once you score a hat, oh, yeah, once you Jesus. score a hattie, then they then they transfer you back on D, and then you just you can you sit back there and think about how you're not being invited back. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming. You have a good night. Thanks. You D. can skate. You could finish out the game. Turn in. Make sure you give me your jersey back, you mm-hmm. dick. You fucking cocksucker. You know how to skate. <laughs> you. How dare you come in here and, and pretend? Yeah, you fucking chauvinistic prick walking in, showing like you know how to skate, dick. Uh-huh. Showing us your stride and everything, you fucking. We're still, we're still, we're still learning how to stop like Benny Rodriguez from Mighty Ducks. No, they get the T stop in the fuck that league, dude. That league T stops for sure. Pizza. Oh yeah, they they pizza it up. They pizza it up. They have so many good pizzas down there. Uh yeah, it was I I probably should have been playing in the middle league. That was probably there there were a couple guys on the on the not I was I was impressed. Like when they said lower league, I'm thinking like, "Oh my god, I'm going to skate with some guys who are like this this is going to be a learn to skate and I'm going to have to literally not stand there." But no, it was I was pleasantly surprised um that most of the guys there were were very were were pretty solid. Um, a, a lot of it was they could have they could they should have just called it the older league, 
Like it okay. wasn't it wasn't like the learn to skate league. It was more of like just guys, you know, over 40, over 30 mm. that you know, the, it's the, they obviously knew how to play or were good at one time and now they're just, you know, older. Um that's what they should have called it. I I feel like. I think it's probably you like they might as well call it the I don't want to be home with my wife league. Uh that that's probably you know, accurate as well. Yeah. Like I I hit 40 or 50 and I I just can't do it anymore, you know. I hit 50, my dick doesn't work anymore. So. That's right. So just go get shit-faced and maybe I can slip in a, a wet noodle, you know what I mean? And ever and and when when the game is either when we're either winning by 5 or losing by 5, I'll get some of my repressed anger out on this random person I've never met before and just lay his ass out in a non-checking <laughs> in a non-checking league. Dude, Christ, I used to, in Moscow, I would play in the fucking B-League, and uh, it was just all old men, and they, you know, you think of beer league, you think of, well, beer, right? I mean, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's supposed to be drinking beer. No, these old pricks would show up with fucking, like, handles of, yep. of whiskey and be like, this one's for pregame, this is first period, this is oh second God. period, and I'm like, <laughs> I gotta work. You got. You realize, like, I'm just a fill-in. I'm fucking driving guys. the. I'm driving the Zam yeah, after dri- this game, exactly. dude. Exactly. Like, I gotta cut the ice at mid fucking <laughs> at midway here. What do you want from me? I can't be fucking hammered. Well, and one time I did get hammered playing fucking yeah. B League. Well, uh, obviously, yeah. And and you know I got all the way done cutting that ice and uh, couldn't. I I couldn't quite get the Zam out of the fucking corner slot and put it back in the garage, and I accidentally dropped the fucking heater down on the on the ice surface and i burned a fucking hole in that cocksucker i'll tell you what uh what up chris um (laughs) (laughs) you know a good time anyways yeah 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 well good um uh yeah no that was uh fuck i I, drinking (laughs) drinking hunky sometimes cannot sometimes it's a match made in heaven other times it's a match made and uh puking in a garbage can yeah well i mean that's most hockey for us these days. Yeah, fuck, that's so true. I do miss that little rink sometimes. Yeah. Well, what what do we have on the agenda today? What's we got on? we got a few things. Um, so first off, uh, we we did miss a week there. Uh, that was my fault. Uh, but we're back on it, and we we did when we last left you. Uh, free agency was wrapping up. Most of the excitement had ended. We got to mostly yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have a little bit of cleanup. Uh, some some did trickle in. Uh, we definitely weren't wrong uh, when we were talking about uh, uh, Pretangelo. We that was that was pretty much. I, I think at the time it wasn't official, but we were basically like, "Yeah, he's going to Vegas." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, let's let's go through the few free agents that we missed for free agency. Um, I don't think any trades happened. Uh, did Schmidt get traded after? It wasn't Nate Schmidt in, in, a trade. In, on the on the off chance that we didn't get to that, uh, Nate Schmidt was traded to Vancouver f- to to free up space yeah. for Alex Bertangelo, um, Peter Angelo. Uh, it's I mean that sucks. Uh, everybody knows why it happened. It's not like Nate Schmidt was terrible or anything. Um, he's definitely not worth the third round pick that Vegas got for him, mm. or is worth way more than that. Um, but that being said, uh, they needed to clear space, and Alex Pertangelo is a better defenseman than Nate Schmidt. So, 
uh, I, I don't well, well, let's get into that. So, um, Alex Bertangelo is signed. He was signed on October 12th. Uh, we'll just jump to that, and then we'll go back to October 11th. Okay. Um, Bertangelo signs with Vegas. Uh, seven years for $8.8 million. Uh, uh, Jesus. God. He's thir- what is he, 31 years old? That sounds about right. That's that's a it's this is a high risk, high reward situation. Um, is is Pretangelo worth that money? Yes. 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 It, it, that, it, it's a. It's not a. Oh, absolutely. It's a. Yeah. I mean, it, he yeah. he is. I mean, he's he's he is. Uh, he's of of the market this year, right? Shock D. Uh, well, he's put him. Let's go. Let's go. He's thirty Top defenseman in the league. What is what is he? He it's I would say he's in easily in the not easily, but I would say arguably he's in the top ten defenseman in the league. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at lower well, lower ten. It yeah it it really depends where you want to like how like what you value right. He's a well rounded um, defenseman. He's well rounded. I, I think that's I think that's a great way to look at him right. I mean he's, um, uh, I think he's the closest thing to like a Nick Lindstrom that we could get nowadays. Where, yeah, where, yeah. where? I'm not saying that he like is that style or anything like that. I'm just saying like it's it's we haven't really had a defenseman where you're still solid defensively while still putting up points. Yeah, like I, Nick Lindstrom was the two way defenseman where he could be the asset. I mean, arguably he's the greatest defenseman of all time. So I understand that this is a stretch, but mm-hmm. um, but that that kind of idea where you can still be a contributor in the offensive zone. But but when the puck goes the other way, you're still fantastic in your D zone. Yeah, um, uh, I'll give you a top fifteen, um, and the and the only reason I say that is you That's usually fine. yeah I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean it's it's not far off from what you're saying. I was um, uh, he's lower in my eyes. He's lower ten, lower 10. probably eight think, or yeah, probably eight or nine, fair. eight nine or fair. ten, eight nine um, or ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is this is something you kind of made fun of me on the last podcast about um, <laughs> his he, leadership, right? I mean, it's something that he can yep. bring to the table. Uh, he's won a cup, right? Yeah. I mean, these are all things that you can you can check mark and go, look, is he worth? What'd you say, eight point two five or something like that? I mean, that's eight million for eight, a guy eight. that you know we can eight, argue eight. is top ten, top fifteen in the league of defensemen mm-hmm. and and and. You know that's that's saying something, and and realistically, that's coming from a he's a top ten fifteen guy with he's a two way D, right? I mean yep. he's not he's not somebody who you can look at and go, look, this guy's going to put up seventy points a year as a defenseman, right? The, um, the price tag is steep, but it's, it's steep. but it's 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 not like they got a deal on him, but right. that that is a a good fair price for Alex Pretend. The guy's yeah. going to put up arguably a point every other game mm-hmm. or at least that basis, you know, like, yeah, yeah I, I mean, he might 50, go cold a... and then put up, four, but he's a, he's a point yeah. every other game kind of guy. And for a defenseman, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, he is technically an upgrade over Nate Schmidt. I know you would, I know they would have probably rather have gotten rid of McNabb or Martinez, mm-hmm. uh, but that probably wouldn't have fixed your cat problem. So what was his term? What did he get term wise? Uh, Pertangelo? Uh-huh. Seven. 
Seven years, though. So, That's... yeah. So, yeah, those those last two years of that con, you're going to get five good years out of pretend. Like, That's when he turns true. 35. That's true. That's good. Now, are, your last two years, are you going to have to eat the... And it's still... He's still going to be serviceable, you know? True. True. It's not, it's not like... It's not like 36-year-old Alex Bertangelo is going to be just dog shit. Especially for a defenseman. They can play into their... Fuck. Most... You know, defensemen can have a longer shelf life. Well, Um, I mean, do you know if... Do you know if it's front-loaded? I mean, is he making 10 million this year and then by the end of his contract he's making 6 kind of thing? That I don't know. That I don't know. So with that, I mean, if if you're paying a 36, 37-year-old Petrangelo for, you know, 6 million a year in in 6, 7 years... Mm-hmm. Um, that might be, uh, well, I mean, you know, that's not terrible still. It's, it's risky. Like, it obviously, is little, it is a little risky. Time, time will tell with this. Cause at the end of the day, what this comes down to is if, if, Ale- if the Vegas Golden Knights do not win a Stanley Cup during the Alex Bertangelo period, this mm-hmm. is going to look very bad. It is. It is. Like, this is, that th- there is, there is actual pressure on the Vegas Golden Knights now to win a Stanley Cup because they're throwing around huge money. Um, looking at that team, God, I'm, uh, what are they going to do? That's my question. This roster has never been more talented and yet there's still question marks on this team. Like this team's center depth. Uh, you've got, you've got, you've got William Carlson. Who's a good one C and then your two C is Cody glass. Mm, I, see, I've even seen Chandler Stevenson as as a as a two. Okay, so it's I mean it, it swap them out. You know, if it's not yeah. Chandler Stevenson, it's Cody Glass, or if it's yeah. not, you know, vice versa. Um, and then your fourth line center is Thomas Nosek. That's eh, okay. I mean, um, for a fourth line, yeah, but it's not like you can in a pinch you can move up Nosek. You know, here here's my thing, right? Um, I'll I'll even say this, and this is in defense of Vegas, which as a Duck fan is you know kind of larceny, but. Sure. Um, you like that word, larceny? I like that. I do like that. Anyways, yeah. um, I, you know, your wingers, your wingers can score your goals, and and centers are kind of there to win faceoffs, right? Because possession is yep. is everything, right? And then, yep. Yep. you know, if they can dish the puck and put in a couple of their own, which Chandler Stevenson and. Cody Glass. I mean, we don't really know too much about how he does. Cody the NHL, has high. Cody has high potential. High but, potential, but right? he is. But he's very unproven. It, unproven. So I mean, I, I can see. So and this is to to both you and I's point. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Stevenson probably starting at at two C, um, sure. and then working his way down to three C, and Cody Glass hopefully working his way up to two C. Right? Maybe. Um, yeah. Stevenson's got wheels, and I mean, if yeah. you're. Let's be real here. If you're being flanked by Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could like stand you, next to the net, motherfucker. You could put you in there after two years. Yeah, and, like at least you'd have thirty points. They'd they'd bounce a puck off my dome or something at bare That's minimum. That's right. I mean, it, it, you know, at the worst. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I just I don't I don't Vegas. This move is only confusing to me because. They still up, up to the announcement of this podcast, um, or at the you know the timing of this podcast, they still haven't moved the cap that they need to. They're no, so they're, they're, they're so they're far over, over the cap. No, they're not far over. Aren't I, I mean? I, last I heard, they were three or four million over. That's a no, lot. That's more than ten percent. By, by the time they get to camp, there'll be injuries. They'll send guys to the AHL. They'll they'll clear that. Okay. Um, 
that's that's they can shuffle enough around and yeah maybe i think i mean yeah they're going see the problem here is flurry no one wants flurry because they know that every team in the nhl knows that they have to get rid of flurry so they've got vegas over a barrel so vegas is instead of taking another bad deal like the Mm -hmm. nate schmidt thing they're just gonna sit and keep flurry for another year and (sighs) that's fine i mean uh, fuck, maybe trade him to fucking... Ironically enough, may, at maybe at the halfway point, they'll trade him to fucking Chicago. Who knows? Speaking of... We'll get to Chicago in a second. I really... Okay, we've been we've been spending way too much time on Vegas. Ah, um, fuck Vegas anyways, right? That that being... Yeah, so, Pertangelo, <laughs> it's time will tell. Uh, obviously, definitely worth it. He's their, he's their top center, or their top defenseman now. Uh, with Theodore, that's... I mean, I don't know if it's the right combination of talent but they definitely have never been more talented i, like, this I is, think you split those two though this Anyways. team is definitely this team is definitely taking the pacific division and oh, pro yeah. and and up and and most likely the conference i don't know devin dubnik could carry the sharks yeah <laughs> <laughs> said okay. no said nobody ever said said literally nobody nobody um okay uh going on october 11th we'll do a couple rapid fires here uh, Riddick Foxa, no one gives a shit. Reason, um, right? Uh, four, but no. Uh, Vladislav Nemestikov goes to Detroit. Uh, used to like Nemestikov when uh, he was on my fantasy team a while ago. He used mm-hmm. to be a, a good good source. Of, he was a waiver guy, you know. Like when he was pick with him the up. Rangers or when he was – where was he? Uh, when he was with the Lightning. Oh, okay. When he was with the Lightning, he was a, he was a good – because they used to throw him up on the line with Kutrov when he was fucking exploding. And God, uh, nice. he'd, he'd always – put up some points uh this is gonna this is gonna bring some stability to the red wings uh i i can say for i'm i'm fairly confident when i say this that the red wings will win more than 17 games next year uh, i don't know man i'm i'm not you know, they're they're gonna get maybe an extra 20 if it's an 82 game season which we'll, we'll also get into okay um but uh no nah, i don't i the red wings are still bottom dwellers this is if there is a team that could be labeled the misfits now it's Detroit. Detroit has picked up everyone's unwanted toys, broken toys, and is now putting them on a, on a team together, uh, giving them all a shot. Look, so, I, you know, here, here's the thing with Detroit, and I've been preaching this on Anaheim Reddits because I'm fucking sick of it as well. Um, you have <laughs> to sprinkle in competent fucking NHL players onto a team where young guys are coming in you can't yep. just say here's an entire team of young guys here's an entire team of ncaa and ahl players go compete and and go beat these nhl teams it's just not gonna fucking happen you have to have players who have played and had some su- some sort of success with some of these teams mm-hmm. uh, you know you know, you know not fucking applicators you know, you have to ha- you have to have guys who are competent in the actual who have had any sort of success in the last two years. Surprisingly, on he hasn't been signed by anyone. So yeah, I'm going to pick him up for my team. I would maybe yep. maybe he, you know maybe he's a podcast guy. You know, maybe he's a maybe he's a fucking Paul Bizonet. You know, two point you know, I don't know. We don't know. Accurate. Maybe he is. Oh, that's accurate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Nosick re-signed. Uh, Thomas mm-hmm. Yurko signs with uh, with the the Golden Knights. Wasn't uh, that a both, Wings guy? Wasn't both here? both former Red Wings, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, don't care. Kyle Clifford goes to the St. Louis Blues. Nah. Uh, that's uh, it's whatever. 
Yeah, um, third line oh, here we go. Uh, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall goes to the Buffalo Sabres one year at eight mil. Um, Oof. Yeah, this one, I, I think this was a curveball for a lot of people. Um, it this, this makes sense as long as Taylor Hall is not trying to win a Stanley Cup. If that, if... If he's motivated for every other reason in the world, then this this is totally makes sense. Like he's gonna get he's he's making a lot of money. He's gonna pad his stats skating with fucking Jack Eichel, and he might get traded. In, in who knows? He might even get traded to uh, another team. Uh, I don't know who's gonna pick up that eight million dollars salary at in this in this flat cap era, but um, uh, he's he's gonna pad his stats and he's making a lot of money. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Taylor Hall's just buying his time until he can go to Seattle. Who fucking knows? I got one for you here. Yeah. Uh, Pads' stats, first half of the season, Buffalo keeps $3 million of his contract. A team takes $5 million on at the trade deadline for a push. Ships him to fucking uh, a, a, a contender. Anywhere. Exactly. I Honestly, be, I, uh, honestly probably Nashville. You think Nashville's going to contend? I think that they think they're going to contend. I think that's accurate. I think I, th- I, I think, think they think that. I think whatever the trade deadline is going to be now, March. I don't even. What, or you know, March. Or if uh, uh, big ball, big balls, Kekalainen. Oh, I bet. Uh, I bet Kex, Columbus. Dude. I bet Columbus takes a swing if they're in the thick of things. Yeah, yeah, they definitely could. Um, yep. Look, uh, you know what? If I'm Taylor Hall. Sure. Why the fuck not? I mean, this, this is going to be a good thing for Taylor Hall. Not oh, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, this is what now, is now, Buffalo? What is Buffalo a better team now? Buffalo's yes. a much better team now. Yes, but they're not going to keep him. Uh, no. This is Arizona no. 2.0. That's all this team. And, like, and he's not going to stay even if they wanted to keep him. Like all Buffalo is doing is just their their GM's just flopped his dick out. The team is a little better. I mean, if you look at Daily I mean, Faceoff, that that team Eric's, has improved. Eric Stahl helps. Um, Eric Stahl definitely helps. Um, you know, and, and 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 bringing in Taylor Hall definitely helps. But I, I mean, yeah, I just you know, so best case scenario for Buffalo, right? He's on a one year, eight million dollar contract. You get into the playoffs. Uh, so you, you got you got Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, and Victor Olofsson on the first line. That's a solid first line. Right, but um, here, here's my here's my thing for Buffalo, right? So, yeah. best case scenario, you're in a playoff spot come trade deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're in a fucking, you, now you're now you're really in the thick of it, right? I mean, yeah, you have to you have to basically say, look, like how does that? Be- I mean, I, maybe it benefits your young guys. Yeah. Um, I you know I just because you know at that point if you're in the playoffs you don't get rid of Hall because you need him. Um, that or, defense scares me too. Yeah, or you've shown your young guys that you can make the playoffs, and mm-hmm. then you ship Paul. I just, I, you know, I, whatever. I mean, it sells tickets, right? I mean, realistically, sure. like Buffalo fans sure. are going to tune in a little bit more. Um, I just, I, I don't see the play. It's the, I guess it's the Phil Kessel effect. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's fair. I just you got you got a spike in jerseys, and maybe Jack Eichel. Know. Maybe Jack Eichel know. doesn't want to think about killing himself for at least three months. 
But here's the thing. What if you bring in Taylor Hall and him and Eichel just don't fucking click and this team is actually even worse than it was before and you've got... Then, an, oh, yeah, it, then you're totally fucked. Then you're, you're fucked. You have, to get, mean, you have to fucking re... You have to basically fucking yeah. tear this thing down and just go for it. Your, like, second, line, just, your second line arguably is Jeff Skinner, Eric Stahl, and Sam Reinhart. Uh, eh. Interchange Reinhart with Dylan Cozens. Well, Reinhardt signed a five point two. He is definitely first or second liner. They yeah. Think so I don't know who this Dylan Cozens is. He doesn't have a rating, so I'm assuming he's a draft pick of some kind. Yeah, he um, was he was a draft pick, I believe. But then you're, I mean, out of the top six, you're fucked. Your third line is Tage Thompson, Cody Eakin, and and Dylan Cozens, and then your fourth line is Zygmus Gergensen. You don't Curtis- know Zygmus? Zygmus Gergensen, Curtis Lazar, and Kyle Ocaposo. That's your fourth line. What happened to Casey Middlestat? Where the hell is Casey Middlestat? Casey fucking is in the AHL. He's gone. Oh, God. Casey, they fucking really... I mean, talk talk about two players that have been huge disappointments. Casey Middlestat and Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah. Two huge disappointments. And even Rasmus Dahlin is not uh, he's doing okay he's not playing up to what they thought he was gonna be he's fucking 19 as a defenseman dude he's yeah he's that's gonna true. be fine that that's kid's fair. gonna be Good that point. kid's gonna okay. be pushing 60 i, ret- to I retract points. my statement i retract my statement on rasmus dahlin but rasmus ristolainen rasmus ristolainen is not panning out i will defend both both rasmuses in this case nope. um nope uh ristolainen they rushed Right, they they yeah. needed they needed a number one D, and they they rushed him. Uh, Darlene at eighteen, they fucking threw him in. Who's and the look, goaltender? The kid, who's who's the goaltender we got here? Olmark and uh, is it still fucking what's his tits from Seattle? Olmark and Carter Sables? Hutton. Mm-hmm. Wow, so uh, freaking yeah, Hutton this, from St. this Louis. team bet the over in the Buffalo games. That's uh, yeah. I write you know that what? fucking I, down. I I don't. I don't I can see them squeaking into a playoff spot come trade deadline, but then I don't. You're I mean Absolutely not. No way. But I mean but what you know, what what well anything. The red the right? Red Wings are in better spot. If you're gonna say that this is a possible squeak in playoff team, the Red Wings are a possible squeak in playoff team. <laughs> that's that's how much I'm saying how ridiculous you're fucking because the goal, uh, look at it, Detroit's got fucking Thomas Grease and Bernier oh, as their goaltending. That's Christ. a better duo than Allmark no. and Hutton. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, Grease it's is an not. actual number one goaltender. Uh, he's a one B at best. Um, I'm not saying that he's elite. I'm saying that he's actually been a and starter what, before. What is Mark Stahl gonna fucking lay in front of the fucking goalposts? Is does that help the team? No, the guy is it trash. doesn't. He's okay. fucking dusty okay. bones. The only way that Buffalo and Red Wings are on any sort of the same level with you're looking at their rosters is if you're basically saying one through eight in the Eastern Conference is level A. Yeah. And everyone else is level B. That's the only way that's, you're saying that. Well, that's that's accurate. <laughs> it's not neither my point is neither of these teams are elite. I, oh, and, I, I I don't disagree with that. I never said. Okay, neither of these teams I, are elite, and I'm not. Uh, this is not a squeak into the playoffs. Team. I'm like the Buffalo and Detroit are going to be fighting for. Buffalo will win, but Buffalo and Detroit are going to be fighting for you know just trying to stay out of the basement kind of thing. Mm. 
This is not the, the, Buffalo has done this the last two years. They go on like a ten game win streak and then they lose the next thirty. Oh yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think I okay. think they'll they'll figure out a way to flip. They'll their find a way to lose. 10 yeah. straight game winning streak at the beginning of the season. Um, this is a better team. I just I I there's no direction. That's my problem. Like, um, you know, and 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 this is this is the this is the complaint that I argue with random pedestrians on on multiple reddit accounts about is there's just no direction in buffalo yeah. like you just you just have eichel and you have darlene and hope you know every year hopefully we add the right guy that takes us to beat tampa in the fucking final like i just you know it, it, buffalo's just a fucking enigma goaltending just Dude, that goaltending is like i'm so, maybe maybe i'm just rating them so low but like this is like the only go to the only goaltending duo at the moment in my eyes that's worse is Chicago. Mm. <laughs> Chicago's literally the fucking worst. Because Chicago has no goaltender. <laughs> Dude, there, there is, is no honestly, one. They have, like, they have honestly, no like they have no goalies on contract. I'm pretty sure Chicago hired just like you know one of those shooter tutors you can get for like 120 bucks. So bad. Pretty sure they just toss that in the net and they're allowed seven skaters. Oh, it's so bad. Okay, um, let's let's. Okay, we're just going. Uh, Matias Yanmark goes to Chicago, Man. and eh, big fucking. I deal. think Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, Toffoli that's a good going one. to Montreal is big. That is big. That is that, big. that is that, that is this is a solid ad for Montreal. That does help them. Um, you know, I I don't think he's look. Toffoli's been overrated since he was in L.A. In my yep. opinion, but um, you know, he's a good second line winger. Yep. Um, you know, he'll he'll put Something up a few they points with need in Montreal. Yeah, with with exactly, exactly what Montreal needs. So, yep. um, on a 4.25 million cap hit, this is a good that's a good move for Montreal. Four and, I, I like and 4 and 4, uh, I mean, 2 years it's I wouldn't be surprised if this they I wouldn't be surprised if they made this deal just so they could expose him and make him like valuable to Seattle. Like that's a, yeah. that's a decent oh, yeah. term. By the time Seattle takes him, he'll be three and he'll be three years in Uh 4.25 is easy. And then they don't have to worry about being, anybody taking, you know, having to protect Suzuki or something. Yeah. Um, they're just hoping, they're just hoping another young guy from their pipeline comes up and can fill that role. I, yep. yeah, I, you know, this is, this is a good move um, to fully, you know, can easily put up 20, 20 goals for them. Yep. Right. I mean, that's a, that's yep. a big move. That's a, actually, you know, as much as we've given Bergevin shit in the past, it's actually a good signing. So yeah, I agree. I agree. That was that was pretty smart. Yeah. Um. Uh. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Eric Gustafsson. I wanted to just touch on this for a second. I think okay. this is a very underrated defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think honest. I'm gonna. I'm just totally spitballing here. I think that he just hasn't found a long term home because he's asking for a lot of money. Yeah, he had, um, he had one good year, and he wants more than three million. He wants more than three mil, and mm-hmm. so he signs with Philadelphia, which is a great signing, by the way. Um, I think this is going to be this is going to work out for him, and he's going to be skating on a good. Was that Limblom there? Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be he'll be uh, skating with that guy. Man, this is I think he's going to angle himself to get uh, to get re-signed and and find his home here. <laughs> he's going to really flourish in in Philadelphia, I believe. Yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. I think he he's going to have more success if he's on a second power play. Um, so if he can't get that second power play role, then he's he's definitely delegated to a five six guy. Which that's fair. Um, I don't think that builds his 
you know what what i think i think both of us think that he has a little bit more in the tank right i mean i you know i think oh, yeah. i think you're a little little higher on him than i am but i think realistically right i mean he's he's uh, got he's got some shit in the tank so daily um, faceoff has him on the second power play with uh, travis konecki oscar limbrom Morgan, yeah. Morgan Frost and Kevin Hayes. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if that's if that's how it pro ends Ra- up, Pro Rob is who I was thinking about, not Limblom. Pro Pro Marav and then uh, who's the guy that they've basically outcast who had two fifty point seasons? Um, oh yeah, the little um, the little guy. Uh, oh, who's that? Sanheim. Kind of sucker. No, not Sanheim. Um, Myers. No, he was not. He was. Uh, oh, he's uh, not even on the roster anymore. Uh, Haig Braun. Just naming people because uh, there's no Gostas Beer. So he's if oh. if he can if he can basically take over that. What second happened to Gostas Beer? Gostas Beer just had those two good seasons and just kind of fell off. Okay. Um. Anyways, if he can if if Gustafsson can kind of take over that second power play. Oh yeah, I I, I mean I think he's he's got a chance to you know. And they've got least... him on a they've they've got him on a line with Travis Sanheim. Like he's gonna have opportunities. Exactly. I mean you know, it, but that's the thing is like if he can't produce this year on on a you know a Philadelphia team who, uh, you know Carter Hart can carry them yeah. and yep. you know their forwards can still score some goals and their oh yeah this should a, be this able to approve it this approving year team. for sure. So you know if if he can't do that, he shouldn't even be looking at the three million, right? But if he can, yep. you know, he he definitely could be in the in the four to five. So, um, agreed. Yeah, I think that's a good move by Philly because they lost um, what's his tits, um, the old Capitals guy. Yeah. Holy fuck, Christ! All right, whatever. In Move any on. case, uh, we're gonna jump ahead to Corey Schneider uh, yeah. signs with the Islanders. Oh. Islanders for 700k. Um, I'm guessing that Lou Lamorello just had 700k laying around, and he's just like, "Hey, give it to this guy. He's played hockey before. <laughs> he's got pads." Look, <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with this signing. The Islanders basically like this 700k. Schneider just had to bring his own fucking pads. <laughs> do you just, have Do you have your own pads? You yeah, your own you're hired. Pads. Cool, dude. Are they blank? Cool, cool, cool. Because that's a prerequisite for the job. We do not. I just want to stress this: we do not have pads for you. We do not have pads. You have to crowdfund pads if you want to play for us. You, at you and they do need to meet our color scheme. So I would get on that immediately. Uh, also, your jersey. Uh, you'll need to pick that up as well. I'll, I'll send you a link. Shop NHL, and then you can get any name you want. Put on there, and I just put your last name on there. Look, here's the deal: we don't cost have you about a, a it costs you about two hundred and twenty bucks for the full thing with your name. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is this is seven, you know, one year seven hundred thousand, but uh, they needed you know, a backup. They need a back. They needed a backup goalie. They didn't want to spend any money. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand don't why they have was that gonna... young kid though. They have that young kid there, and I uh, in the aisle. They have uh, it's not Samsonov. Um, yeah, Samsonov's Capitals. Yeah, they have that young kid. Anyways, I, I think he, he's just a full blown filler until until their prospects ready to go. That's all he yeah. is. At yeah. seven hundred thousand, you're right. I mean, they're basically saying like, here's a fucking freebie. But here's my thing. I don't I don't know if Verlamov can carry a fucking team. I think Grice. 
Grace helped this team so much. And I like, think I think they're hoping as... that Corey. Sh- I think they're hoping that Corey Schneider is just like he needed it? a new scenery. I I think when he was when he got his claim to fame in Vancouver, he basically like I don't know at that time Vancouver wasn't like it's hard to remember the back that far, but that was yeah. still the team that the Sedine twins were on. Yeah, that like yeah. Th- that Vancouver team wasn't bad. True. And he had a lot of help in front of him. So when he went from a that like a solid well-rounded team to the Devils that were like already out of the window and on the de- like they hadn't even hit the floor yet. They were still on the decline hoping that Corey Schneider was going to fix it. He just wasn't. Uh He did have one good season. He did have one good season there. Yeah, and then yeah, it, and then it was I, downhill. I, well, and he got injured too, but He did. In any it, case, I, I don't. This is not going to move the needle. I don't think this is going to be the resurgence of Corey Schneider, uh, where you know he just he he shows off and beats out Varlamov and reclaims his oh, r- God, rightful no. place as the chosen one. It's it's they needed they needed a backup goalie that was cheap. Um, for some reason, for some reason, Lou Lamorello was like shedding players like he was up against the salary cap. Like they got rid of Taze. Yeah, that's a curious one to me that we can get into. That was in weird. Second, but... I don't. I didn't buy that. I don't like that at all. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I... Islanders are Islanders have a lot of problems, but since Barry Trotz is their coach, uh, they have another take. They have another reasonable shot of taking a run at it. Yeah, I think only because Barry Trotz is their coach. Agre- oh yeah, hundred percent. No, with, with any other coach, this team is selling trash, trash. Yeah, and, yeah, this, and will this is a be terrible and team. Has been trash, right? Yeah, this this is a ter- this is a mediocre you know, middle of the pack team, uh, you know, they're, they're, they should be, they should be the East coast version of the Minnesota wild, but, Mm -hmm. but because of Barry Trotz, they're, they're in the mix. Yeah. Ilya Sorokin. That's the, that's the, uh, attendee prospect that I'm thinking of. So I think, I think this is, this is a very, this is a similar, like, um, you know, we see Schneider for half a season and if he plays 10 games they, he gets fucking, three wins i think i think it, you know lamorello thinks it's a fucking win yep. uh but they're gonna bring that kid up sorokin um i wouldn't be surprised uh, yeah it, that's a weird one for me but you let's know try, seven hundred thousand. who gives a shit i you know yeah it's... lamorello shit's more he spends more in toilet paper than that so yeah absolutely um yeah. all right let's jump up to patrick marlowe Oh, uh, back to huge. his fucking team. Back to the back to the Sharks. Uh, this this is the piece that the Sharks needed to really to to get everything together. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. This this definitely is. Gonna this give is them at this least... is the piece they've this is the piece they've never had before. Mm-hmm. All right. They've always been missing this this one guy. Okay. They they've never had this piece before, and now that he's here, I think it's all going to come together. Let's mash these two together because I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, Patrick Marlowe, essentially back from the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? I mean, yes, he hasn't done shit. So, so then they send, yeah. So they said the other fucking guy who literally the other like, old guy. When Marlowe was debating if he was going to stay with the Sharks or go to the fucking Maple Leafs, <laughs> Thornton was like, "No, nah, dude, stay in San Jose." And Patrick Marlowe was like, "Nah, dude, I'm going to go and win a." In, in fucking toronto and so what Marlo's now like, we, i already like, fucking tried that like like did he not text him and be like hey dude no stop Joe, don't do that 
like, Joe, this isn't going to work. Like, you realize Spets is also there. And, like, they can only have so by the way, many old guys on a roster so that they get insurance fucking money. By the like, way, they're going to put you on, here? By the way, they're going to put you on a line with, uh, with Spezza <laughs> right? and Wayne Simmons. <laughs> no, Wayne Simmons is first line, dude. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. It's because it, because apparently because Kyle Dubas at this point is like, fuck it. You know what? Toronto, you, you fans, you bitch so much. We're just going to we're just going to do what you want. You want some grit? I'm going to get you some fucking grit. Dude, he sent out a fucking Google form because they totally forgot that that didn't work during the Phil Kessel era when it was Phil Kessel surrounded by 19 grinders. Look, here, here's here's what I actually like of what Dubas did. OK, this is some positive uh, okay. news. Okay. Um, he had he had a problem where he had two first power play defensemen and the other and they were both crybabies. Mm-hmm. So uh, Morgan Riley wanted to be first first uh, power play defenseman. Morgan Riley can fucking he got suck a dick. Well, yeah. If yeah, okay. That kid um, is if if my daddy was uh my agent and fucking uh I I just I can't uh ugh. he's twenty six dude he's yeah still and his a child. dad is his fucking yeah he, well he's he's a he's a he's one year younger than me yeah but you're an old prick <laughs> <laughs> yeah but when when I get a promotion at work I don't have my dad come in and negotiate on my behalf. Hey, if my dad was still around, he would definitely come into my work <laughs> and and be like, "Hey, boss man, uh, you should promote my kid." And he'd be like, "Dad, would, you're not. You know. Your dad's nice. My dad would come into my job and be like, "Yeah, he's a pile of shit. <laughs> you need to. You, you were paying him way too much. He will dad, work. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you I fucking hate to do you? This? See you tomorrow. God damn it. Anyways, Patrick Dad Patrick. You know dad he couldn't Marlo. talk to women until he was nineteen, right? Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Christ's sake. Oh, and Matt Nieto's back in fucking shark uniform too. Wasn't he a Colorado guy? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. He's I don't... I, actually I No, no one knows. I, I only know because I played against this kid growing up, and he fucking waxed our tits, dude. Like literally, oh, okay. like hairless nips. No one knows. Anywho. If you go, if you go to Hockey DB and you look at Matt Nieto, it, it's like it says we don't know. Yeah, it says like <laughs> LA selects, and then it just says like Taylor doesn't actually know who this guy is. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. No, um, Dell uh, becomes the backup in Toronto. Uh, this is this is actually not a bad signing for them. Uh, Aaron Dell is a backup goalie, but, uh, he's, he's a definite improvement over, uh, the asshole that they had before and the asshole they had before him. So yeah. Uh, asshole one and asshole two. Yeah. What was it? Hutchinson. And then before him sparks. Oh God. Garrett sparks is a great human being. Garrett sparks has been buried in the AHL for Vegas. Like, he's the backup goalie for the Silver Knights. Yeah, so should Malcolm Subban have been buried in the fucking Yeah, NHL. well, Malcolm Subban, we're going to get to that in a second, but Malcolm All Subban right. is now a star, is so, now starting goaltender for the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, no, dude, I mean, you know, it's 
perfect for that. That's a, Anyways, that's a fucking that's that's right up there with uh, that's right up there with Corey Schneider becoming the starter for the Islanders. You just wait. Varlamov gets hurt game three, and Corey Schneider <sighs> takes him to a fucking cup. Yeah, we'll see that. I, I mean, uh, if there's any if there's anyone that can make Corey Schneider good, it's Barry Trotz and their goaltending coach, Corn. Uh, What's his fucking? I, I think it's Corn. It's probably Corn. No, it is. Like his last name is literally Corn. No way. Yeah, Islanders goalie coach. Look it up. Yeah, I uh, Islanders. I think his first name is Butter. Coach. Mitch Corn. Yeah. No fucking shit. Mitch Corn. Apparently, he's like the goalie whisperer. Like, apparently, like, every goalie that's ever been with him has, like, he's the reason, apparently, why Braden Holtby was good. And I don't know. He's, uh, some people swear by the guy. All he says is, Rollover is a scam. Something like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of goalies, Jake Allen, uh, signed by the Montreal Canadiens for that's two ofi- years. That's official, though. So we, we had already talked about that shit. Oh, we did? Yeah, well, it was official. He got oh, traded oh. over and then got signed. It's but anyway, well, Canadians, uh, Bergevin did make the big move on October 14th, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Gallagher, six years, $39 million. What do you feel about that? How, how do you, uh, how's that tickle your nuts? That, that's, that it, it's, it's very much in the same vein as Pertangelo, where it's not an overpayment, but they definitely didn't get a deal by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is, this, this is the, this is the cost of Brendan Gallagher. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how old he is, so I don't know if this is going to bite them in the ass later on down the road. I got you. Six, uh, and, six by is, six point five. He is 28 uh, years old. Oh yeah, then this is then this is fine. This That's is fine. this is fine. It's not it's not like they got a steal on the guy. This mm-hmm. is I feel like this is a this is a fair price for Brendan Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I have no problem with this. I think he's, I mean you know, if they uh, would have oh, if they would have paid any more, this would have been an overpayment. They would have gotten th- screwed. But six th- five is yeah. is about right. Maybe he's worth six, but that you're splitting hairs at this point. I think um, you know, and I think I think he's a on a lot like on the good playoff, you know, on a on a Tampa on a Boston. I think he's a second line right winger, right? Yep. Um, yep. you know, but for 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 Montreal, they need some goal scoring, and I think he provides that for him. So at six Agreed. and a half, I mean, you know, he could he for that team, he could provide top line minutes and, and goal scoring and you know they got him for six and a half at a second second line right winger rate so nothing yep. wrong with that nothing um, wrong with that yep uh dad enough three years 15 million in fucking ottawa this is an interesting one for me ottawa's handing out some coin man if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna get paid and not win a lot of hockey games and have very little expectations ottawa the only thing I like about this one is I, you know, like we've already talked about, I'm a firm believer in sprinkling in some experience into your into your young lineup. Yeah. Um, look, he's a he's a he's a fucking place filler, right? I mean, well, he's it's, a well, it's a this is a three year contract. He's 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 they're going to expose him at the draft. Oh, for sure. I, he's this for is... sure. He's probably going to Seattle. Honestly, anyone anyone who signed a three year or less deal is is trade is expansion bait. bait yeah yeah it's, it's bait. bait yeah for sure um 
Yeah, Dad. Not. I mean, he's going to help that team a little bit, right? Him, him, and Kachuk could potentially have a decent year, but they also yep. have fucking AHL forwards as a center. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not terrible. Five million a year is a fucking. I mean, you know, I think he was carried a little bit by Barkov and Huberto for sure down there in Florida, but you know, five million is not terrible for a guy who could potentially put up twenty to yeah, twenty five goals. I don't. I don't see him hitting thirty, but. No. Um, yeah, I mean, $5 million, it's not terrible. So. See, see, now we're t- it, you want to talk about teams that might be low-key good. Ottawa might be low-key good next year. Mm, yeah, they could they could fit that in, but I think they're not. I think if you're talking Ottawa could be low-key good, then you, you have to talk about Buffalo could be low-key good. I think Ottawa is a little better than Buffalo. Not uh, much. We're, we're splitting hairs. I understand that. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you look at, you've got Matt Murray, which is better than better than both the goalies in buffalo and detroit um is he though is he though yeah oh yeah matt murray's definitely better than fucking allmark and greece grice is he i mean i mean statistically is he though i don't know about statistically i'm just saying like off the top of my head i mean he's just a big name because he's won a cup or two i mean like you know what are cups right (laughs) right I mean, I'm not saying that the guy his contract is terrible for Ottawa. I, I'm not. Yeah. It's it's not a good situation. I'm just saying from the surface of it, Matt Murray is a better goal. He's definitely better than the than the the duo in Buffalo, and he's most sure. likely better. He's mo- now could Grice rise to the occasion and, and may I mean on that Detroit team? No, but just on individual statistics, I don't know. Maybe Grice could maybe maybe. Um, I could even make an argument for. I feel like Bernier is very underrated because he's on such a horrible team. Uh, if you look at uh, his but actual, he, but Bernie, but Bernier's been on good teams and he's still not that great. No, he's that's, never been. That's, yeah, that's my. He only put up. He put up solid numbers last year on a on a very bad Detroit team. So that's that's, that's my only argument for him. I'm not. I'm not going to go any more than that. But well, Howard uh, Howard put up respectable numbers on a fucking Detroit team that won 17 games. I, well, and and I'm gonna say that Howard is is getting fucked right now. D- J- Jimmy Howard deserves to be on a good team right now. Like he is, yeah, even at his older. Back- I think he's a good backup. I think he's a great backup, or even a a a two A, 2A. or I, a, you know, honestly, like the the the, the, the one B. Ducks. If if the Ducks don't sign Miller, I. I'd love to bring him Jimmy, in. Jimmy Jimmy Howard is very underrated. He has been he oh, yeah. put up great numbers and is it he is still a good goaltender. It's not his fault that he's been on a horrible Red Wings team. Mm-hmm. And he um, and he did good on a team that was terrible. Yeah. Linus Olmark in thirty four games, which last year was about a half season, uh two point six nine point nine one five save percentage, uh two point six nine goals against average. So uh not not uh, He's serviceable, right? Yeah. And okay. and they even, you know, one to two years ago thought that Hutton was going to be a starter, which that's laughable. We but did. And, yeah. It's I, laughable. I, but, you know, I, I think at the same time, like, he, he can be a serviceable back. Because Hutton, so. Hutton did the thing that Bennington did. Uh-huh. Like, where Jake Allen was spiraling, and they needed somebody that could actually stop a puck. Uh-huh. So he stepped up, and he won 15 games. And then everybody's like, oh, well, because at the time there was a lot of Jake Allen defenders. And they're like, well, Allen's ready to go now. 
I don't know. In any case, uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at this Ottawa roster. Like it's not this is a young, exciting roster. I'm not saying yeah. it's proven. I'm not saying it's proven. I'm not saying that they're good. I'm saying that this is this is something that they could low key come out of nowhere and be exciting. Yeah, I I mean I I don't disagree with that. Um, I think. Brady Kachuk is is ready to hit the you know seventy eighty ninety. I'm plateau. not familiar with I'm not familiar with Josh Norris. Who is this? Uh, One of their draft picks. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Colin know, White, I, uh, Chris Tierney. Now Connor look, Brown. Now look, uh, uh, I, you know, it, you know, not to not to be a homer, but I think I think maybe Ottawa I lied. Has, this team is maybe I lied. This team's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, honestly, I I yeah they're I bad. Love, Never mind. I, love, I, I take back everything I just said. I love my ducks, but this is this is a all of their players that they're super excited about in Ottawa as forwards. Um, they're they're second to third line guys. I mean, they're middle six guys. Whereas you know, even even with the ducks, I mean, you know, a lot of the guys that they're excited about, Troy Terry, uh, Sam Steele, uh, Maxime Comtois yep. could potentially be a first line guy. But uh, there are a lot of middle six guys, and you really can't. You can't have any success with just those guys, right? You have to yep. sprinkle in some veteran guys, and 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 relating back to the Ducks, you have to sprinkle in some guys like fucking Trevor Zegers. I mean, guys who can who can potentially be a first line guy. Which Ottawa has a lot of top or you know middle six guys. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Good luck. I mean, you're just you're you you're, you're not going to have the scoring power. I mean, you might you're going to win more games, right? You could yeah. you could definitely win more games with some middle six guys than than some of the teams because you know their top line guys don't show up. But mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything special. And I think I think their their prospect pool is very deep with middle six guys. Yeah. Um, I think they you know having having a couple top five picks. Uh, Jake Sanderson's a fucking joke, but. Um, you know, I think I think I having, do like their jerseys. I, their jerseys, I like their I like their I like their the two D senator. I like they're going back to black. That's something. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there there's a reason that they should draft stick gurus, with it and stop changing. Right, but I mean, there's there's a reason that draft gurus basically said they need to take two top five forwards this this draft season, and they did not, and. Uh, they're they're still gonna be mediocre. I mean, Stutzla. Who was their, t- their pick Stutz, against Stutzla? Stutzla was at number three, which you know he could he could easily become a top line winger in my opinion. I don't think he's a top don't line have center. Him, they don't have him on fa- on daily faceoff. They're not gonna play him this year, I guess. Yeah, he, that doesn't he, sound right. He, he did just get surgery. Um, oh. But uh, you know, and then and then Sanderson. I mean, Sanderson is a in my opinion a three four D, which at you know, at five, no, dude. He's I mean, not on here need, either. No, they needed to take someone who was going to take them forward, like goal scoring wise, to the next level, and they just didn't. So I'm glad Eric um, Goodbranson is is working out for them. That in that trade with Mark Stone, uh, Eric Goodbranson is on the bottom pair defense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> no, Goodbranson got traded from the Ducks, dude. I thought, I thought. Then who was the fucking like star defenseman that? Vegas had to give up to get Mark Stone. Brandstrom. Oh, that's right. He's not even in the lineup. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure he played most of his games in the AHL. Gotcha. Okay. 
Let's, uh, I'll move into uh, Joe Thornton here. Let me go on my little tirade here for a second. Uh, Joe Thornton signs with the Maple Leafs at, oh, what was it? Scroll down, scroll, 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 scroll. Joe Thornton, Joe Thornton. See, he's so old, he's not even on here. It's They're, they're going to send me a telegram. Okay, uh, one year, 70, uh, 700,000, so the league minimum. Uh, as, as I've heard... Uh, as it was put perfectly by a, a, a beat writer for Toronto, um, it looks like the Toronto Maple Leafs are in the running to win the 2012 Stanley Cup. Um, this is just, ugh, I don't, I, I, I know, I know the story. Everybody wants Joe Thornton to win a cup. It's everybody, the only person that people want more to win a Stanley Cup than Joe Thornton is Henrik Lundqvist, and. But no one's going to root for Joe Thornton because he's on the fucking Maple Leafs. And uh, spoiler alert for all Maple Leafs fans who listen to this podcast, uh, the rest of the league fucking hates you. Um, for some reason, even though you haven't won a cup in the last 60 years, uh, for some reason you have the most media attention, which makes no fucking sense. Um, Joe Thornton is going to be skating probably on a lot. I'd be interested. Hold on. Let me pull that up with uh, uh, Daily Faceoff. I'm very curious of where they have him. Uh, I'll, I'm going to start laughing if he's on the fourth line. Yep, he's on the fourth line. They're going to put him on a fourth line with Jimmy Vesey, Joe Thornton, and Jason Spezza. That fucking just sounds horrible. That sounds absolutely terrible. And they have him centering the second power play. Are you fucking kidding me? He's 42 who, who, years old. Joe who's Thornton. Their, who's their third center, though? Alexander Kerfoot. Oh, I Flanked by... Th- Flanked by Robertson and Wayne Simmons. This is a significantly Jesus shittier team. Christ. This is a worse team than they they got worse. I don't know how that was possible, but they did. They let Tyson they let Tyson Berry walk just because he didn't fit it. He was the he was the new uh Garnier, so they just fucking mm. get off our team. Um mm. looking at the uh, TJ Brody comes in to replace him. I, you're just uh, okay. You know, you you literally did nothing new. It's okay. Yeah, I, it's fine, That's but it's a, not like two AD. Yeah, but Tyson Berry was supposed to be that next offense. Like he was supposed to take some of the offensive pressure off of Morgan Riley, and he's not. And, but and who TJ cares Brody's about not. that? Here's here's my. Apparently, thing. they do in Toronto. Who cares? Right? He's your top defenseman. Like he he's Morgan Riley is the poor man's Petrangelo to me, right? Mm-hmm. Let him do his fucking thing, right? I mean, if 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 you want a fucking offensive defenseman like Eric Carlson, who you're gonna spend a shitload of money on, who isn't gonna play D, and you're gonna win six five got games. Thornton centering the second power play. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just that's just him knowing how to play hockey i think is oh my god the second power play unit is wayne simmons joe thornton jason spencer oh my god who who in their right mind thinks that's a good line who uh the guy who paid three players the guy who played three paid three players 30 million of his these guys used to be able to do the these guys used to do this 10 years ago let's put them on a line together fucking oh, christ oh, i i know just... i remember so joe thornton joe okay so let me take you through the timeline of events here folks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh joe thornton signs with toronto 
Um, I, I, you know, I was off that day. I actually wasn't doing anything. I was just sitting on my fucking couch and it hadn't been probably two minutes since he, since ink dried on that contract. And this guy named Chance Watson fucking texted me and was absolutely dumbfounded (laughs) by the fact that Toronto fans thought he was the second coming of Tavares. Uh, like and, he's oh he's the missing piece. Like this is this is what Christ. this is what Toronto needed to oh, win the fucking cup. Fuck. And it's it's I I've been listening like all the Toronto fans. They're like oh it's a fun signing. And if it doesn't work out, then oh it was only seven hundred thousand. It's why like does, okay. Why do let's why let's do just, all Toronto fans do you sound like Snuffleupagus from fucking. Because they're all on fucking drugs. They're all on drugs. Bray Anderson is the best goalie around, and Good Branson is a great move. Um, and they need some more. They, they all sound like Mike Babcock. We just need a uh-huh. little more. We just need a little more grit. <laughs> a little more grit out there. We just uh, needed uh, twelve Justin Applicators, and if we didn't fucking, have them, I'll tell you we're what. Go Mike, get them. I'll tell you what. Mike Babcock would be. He hope he wishes that he was the coach of this team now because if Mike Babcock was on the team, Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza, and Wayne Simmons would be the first fucking line. You better first line, that. first power play. You better fucking believe that, dude. It's Mar- you know what? Marner. If he was on, if if this was the roster and Mike Babcock was the coach. Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, their their ice time goes down to twelve minutes. <laughs> and Thor- and you Thornton sk- Thornton's skirt is skating north of eighteen, nineteen minutes a game. You know what? And their production percentage would go way the fucking sky high. <laughs> you know, twelve minutes a game and they're scoring yeah. they're scoring half of what they do, it'd be a fucking sweet Ugh. deal. This is okay. Jesus uh, let's let's Christ. just to just to move along from Toronto. This is still okay. a two-line team, okay? You've got uh, it's not the, even a two-line team at this the, point. The team is being is supposed to be carried. Okay, I'm going to do supposed and actually. The team mm-hmm. is supposed to be being carried by Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, and Morgan Riley. And you could throw Freddie, uh, Jake Muzzin, and Freddie Anderson in the mix in there too, if you're being okay. generous. What's mm-hmm. actually going to happen? is that Matthews is going to cave under the pressure as usual. John Tavares is going to hate his life. Mitch Marner is going to be a whiny little bitch. William Nylander is not going to do anything, even though they're paying him fucking $10 million. Uh, uh, Morgan Riley's going to hate his life. Jake Muzzin's going to do what Jake Muzzin did in fucking L.A. and just be a middle fucking middle middling defenseman. And Freddie Anderson's gonna do what Freddie Anderson always does, which is not be be a B minus to B goalie. So here's here's my here's what this tells. Here's and then Joe Toronto Thornton's gonna break me. his hip and go to a retirement home. <sighs> Joe Thornton <laughs> loves fucking cribbage, though. And that goddamn and that quote that he had about how he wants to win a cup and Toronto's the place to do it. I don't know if he has he like Googled the last time that Toronto won a cup. Did he did he not watch the playoffs last year? Oh, I'm, wait, I'm sorry. Toronto didn't make the playoffs. They technically <laughs> lost in a five game series to Columbus. This is oh, this is Jesus. not this is not a good team. And I just it's 
the, outside I, of their top three, outside you know of what? the top six, and they're and they're, and I'm looking at Daily Faceoff right now. Their ratings are grossly over. They've got William Nylander way rated way too high. They've got Zach Hyman rated way too high. On They've NHL 21 or what? I don't know what they're going off of. It's or just Daily Faceoff. Oh, maybe it's just Daily Faceoff's rating. I don't know what they base it on. Um, okay. Nylander's weighted rate too high. They got him at 76. They've got Zach Hyman <laughs> at a 74. They've got Ilya Mekhev. What's his name? Mekhev. Mekhev. Yeah, he's at a 74. But I just, mm. I just don't. None of those they guys signed him too. Any? That's great. But they had to resign him because they can't pay anybody else. I just don't, I, I don't know. This team is you went from you went from an okay middle of the pack team to you've got a decent top six and then an absolute garbage bottom six. Here's here's my thing. Jimmy How? Jimmy Vesey, Joe Thornton, Jason Spezza, and Wayne Simmons are not the answers to your problems. I'm done. I, I you go just, ahead. I just thank you, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> I needed, I needed to drink after that one. <laughs> oh, God, I hate Toronto so much. Uh, to all our listeners out there, I finally got a webcam and can see everything. Um, <laughs> Tor- Toronto, it's not that I hate you. I just don't respect you. I just don't like you very much. I just um, I just don't <laughs> like you. Um Here's my thing with Toronto, and here here's my thing with the NHL. Okay, I just I don't feel I don't feel like teams are looking at past champions, and 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 looking how they built those teams to win. I feel like they're still just so self centered, and I mean teams like fucking Pittsburgh. And are, they're just looking at, at defensemen like fucking Cody Cece is going to fucking win them the championship. Like, mm-hmm. here, it, it just, it, 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 you know, I, it, it, it might just be because I'm such a data guy. I fucking, this is literally what I went to school for was data analysis. Mm-hmm. And I still don't do enough of it. I mean, right. you know, I jerk off in my free time. But, That's you know. analyzing some data. Well, I mean, it's analyzing something. And anyways, mm-hmm. um. You know, it just it just feels like we're just you know teams like Toronto, these big market teams, are just building these teams where they're you know and, and maybe it's maybe like you've said like Dubas just listens too much to his fan base and shit like now this. he does like, he didn't used to he used to like, like do his own thing where it was all analytics and it was all like we're gonna get the guys that have good Corsi and we're gonna get the guys that like statistically this team will win yeah. And then now he's taken so much shit from Toronto because that's not what Toronto fans are. Toronto fans are grit and heart and all the traditional things that win you a Stanley Cup. Not not this analytics bullshit. It's all it's all about fucking if you just try hard enough and you and you want it. They gotta want it. They don't the, fucking want it. That's, they don't want know, it enough. I they don't I, want I, it know, enough. It's the problem. I, it's the problem. They look at the Stanley Cup and they get sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just they're like gross. instead of instead of freaking out, like crying, like it's the greatest day of their life. They're just like, ah, oh, that's cool. That's that's not wanting <laughs> it enough. You need to want Rough. it more. And these these old guys, they want it. 
I, you I, know, I mean, I, that's the logic anyway. I want a GM who goes and looks at the Stanley Cup with their players. And when their players look at the Stanley Cup and their players go, yeah, it's pretty cool. I want my GM to literally make a karate chop and go, you're fucking cut! And just cut his ass. Trading you to the Spokane Chiefs. Pack your shit. You know what? Pack your shit. I'm getting two first rounds out of you and uh, and a fucking Joe Thornton. You just, you don't want it enough. You don't want it enough. You literally, like, your eyes didn't sparkle. Um, that's my GM, you know. Hashtag my GM. Hashtag, um, hashtag my GM. Hashtag my president. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So I just, for me, like, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, teams are teams are just so engulfed into what they're doing that I, I mean, I, I'd be interested in someone doing the analysis on the the last. 10 cup winners, um, LA, Chicago, Pittsburgh, fucking St. Louis capitals. It, it'd be really interesting to me to see the combination of like contract, like big contract forwards, big contract defensemen, uh, what they're paying their goalies and then what their third line and fourth line are making and what that makeup is. Right. I mean, because if you're looking at a team, why aren't you looking at, the team that just fucking won it or the team that won it three years ago that you can build around your players for. I just, teams like Toronto are just so, like, we we joke about it, but do Toronto fans know what it's going to take to win a fucking cup? Fuck no, they don't. Obviously okay? not. They're, I mean, come on. I mean, there's, you know, 90% of the fan base in Toronto, guys from fucking Idaho in, in in Alaska, like you and me, know more about what a fucking team means to win a championship than those fucking losers, right? So, yep. I mean, like, un, you know, it, 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 I hate to have a fucking opinion like that, but, like, fuck off, you know? Like, we can't be building these teams around guys, you know, you have forwards who are worth 34, 35 Connor yeah. McDavid's making how fucking much money, and then you you then you add dry settle onto that. You're not going to win a cup that way. Well, just, Toronto's you're just, gonna sell tickets. It's, they have they they live by the sword and die by the sword. They have they have hitched their wagon to four players, True. with yeah. five if you count uh, Morgan Riley. Freddy. Oh, <laughs> they've they've hitched to five players with and okay. and they've done it with. I mean, put your money where your mouth is. All of their money is allocated to those five players. Right. Like that's literally. I, I have to look at their the you know their cap friendly, but that's pretty much half the salary they're paying five players. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's. I mean, if it was proven, like if they want to, like if it's if this is a Taze and Kane situation mm-hmm. where they pick up a cup and then you're like, all right, this is we got to lock these guys in because they could right? get us two more cups. That's one thing. This is not... These guys aren't proven. No. John Tavares does not have a cup to his name. I love Tavares, but he does not I know have you a cup do. to his name. He does I mean, not have a cup to his name. Does not have a cup to his name. And, I, and I'm and i going to argue right now that he might be closer to that goal if he would have stayed on the island instead of went to Toronto. Cool. Especially under Barry Trotz. Oh, that's a, that's a hot take. It, I don't think so. Ah, uh, you know I got... You know what? I'm not even going to say the word. Gun to, your, gun to your head right now. Who's closer to winning the Stanley Cup? The New York Islanders or the Toronto Maple Leafs? 
Because the last time I checked, the Toronto Maple Leafs did not make the playoffs last year, whereas the Islanders went to the fucking conference final. All right. Uh, 1920 Islanders closer to playoffs, yes. Uh, 2021 Islanders? No. Other than than the loss of Taze, this this team's basically the same. Uh, Grice. Grice is so underrated. And... As much as I shit on him as being a, a 1A for Detroit, because just Detroit's just bad. Well, like, yeah, it's he, not like he's going to be the savior of the team. He's not Detroit's... the savior there. But, I mean, no. you had a 1A, 1B in Isle Town for fucking, if, like, years. If, if Detroit years. has a 500 season next year, it'll be a good year. I hope they sprinkle some new guys in there. Honestly, I love Lucas Raymond. I talk shit about him. Uh, you know, about mid-season last year. Mm. I love that pick for them. I wish the Ducks would have taken him, honestly. Uh, I think he's a fucking difference maker. So if he if he even shows up this next year, which he won't because he's in Sweden and that league is pretty damn good. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll be lucky We'll be lucky to see more at Cider, honestly. And, and he had a game the other day, according to fucking Crisco. And, uh, yes, I watched the replay on that. That kid uh, is fucking... I'm, I'm so good. excited. That's, that's a great pick by them. So excited. Uh, that's, a, that's, an that's an Iserman trusting his scouts pick. That's all that is. Iserman's just a fucking beauty. Anyways. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, I think, I think, I think uh, Toronto this year... It just I'm going to say it every year, as long as they have Tavares and Austin Matthews and, and Marner on the payroll... Uh, they have a better chance of making I understand, the playoffs. I understand on paper, Toronto I looks like a better... Fair. On paper, Toronto should be one of the top five teams in the league. You know, you know who But they're me? not. You know who intrigues me on that team is Robertson. So as long as Robertson is on his entry-level contract, um, they can build around him for three years, and I think that's fine. And I think, I think Islanders actually got a little bit worse. Uh, Devon Taves was one of their best defensemen. I agree. And, I'm not. And, I don't disagree with that. And and Grice was, you know, I I think I think I think Islanders got lucky last year because Varlamov didn't go down. Um, but as soon as Varlamov goes down, you think Corey Schneider's going to carry I'm, the fucking load? No look, fucking way. Look, I'm going to go Herb Brooks on your ass on this one. Mm-hmm. All right, Toronto has more talent. Okay, but all star teams fail. Uh huh. Because they rely solely on the individual's talent. Wow. And that's what they've got there. Are the you Islanders, reading that off the screen? Because that was fucking spot on. No, that was. I, no, I've just. I've, that's. Dude, I've got, the, I've got the dialogue memorized. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, the Islanders, they take that talent and uh-huh. put it into a system for the betterment of the team. Wow. And they play better that way. Like that, they play better as a team than probably anyone in the league. The reason they don't win is because they also don't have the talent to back it up. But they play better as a team than almost anyone in the league. I, I would, uh, I would accept Tampa and maybe Vegas. And no, I wouldn't even say Boston. I think Boston's really front loaded. Um, yeah, it's from that team plays a system so well. Like, they have bought into 100% of what Barry Trotz does. Whereas Toronto is very much, like, it's just betting, beating their heads against it. We've got all this talent. Why aren't we winning? And that's, and that's my fear that might happen to Vegas this year, is that mm. we're, we're straying away from what makes the team chemistry, and now we've just got a lot of talented guys on a roster that 
you know, it's it's more of that NHL, you know, the NHL video games logic. Like if we just get the highest, you know, Corsi numbers all together, we'll win. But that's not how hockey works. That's not even NHL video game logic because I have built absolutely strong fucking teams <laughs> on my NHL 18. Uh-huh. And I still finish the season out of the playoffs, and it pisses me off. Any hoozle. I heard they redid the uh, Be a Pro mode. I heard. So they focused. This year they focused the Be a Pro mode. Mm. And Be a Pro mode is where it's at. Have, so, you, have, have you bought it? I haven't bought it yet. Uh, I also am going to get Cold War. Okay. So uh, that's multiple. You got a PlayStation, right? I got them all, dude. Why aren't you, you on? Why aren't Why aren't we playing Ghost of Tsushima? What is that? Oh my god! You don't know what Ghost of Tsushima is? No, I'm not Japanese, dude. Dude, you need you need to as soon as this podcast's over, you need to go to that store that I know is near your house and go buy Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Tokyo it's, right now. It's the one that's right. No, it's fucking. I, that's that store that's right down there. It's like a, it's like a Rite Aid or something. Oh, nobody has right down here. It's I don't uh, know what it is. It's it's that it's house that's it's that store that's right around the corner. You just go out in your bunny slippers, run down the block, and go buy this fucking game because it's 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 amazing. It's so good. If I were to run out the front door right now, I would get arrested because my dick is hanging out. Well, wow. Okay. Well. Well, I mean, you know what? You know, it's the same reason that I don't go to the office anymore. <laughs> Because, you know, I, uh-huh. my, I, you know, whenever I do a meeting, I wear my suit on the top half and, it, you know, the rest is just free flowing. Right. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. No, it's well, fine. In any case, uh, we'll talk about that after the podcast. Okay. You, you, you got to get that game. Nice. Uh, yeah. It, it needs to happen. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh yeah enough bashing on toronto i just i feel like they don't they just it's it's a talented team that does not play as a team and dubis is playing more like a like a gm on the nhl video game and less like they're like they're actual people Mm. and i have a i have that worry too about vegas as well i think he's listening too much to the fans i think that's where his problem is uh speaking to speaking about gms that don't listen to their fans uh scotty bowman with the chicago blackhawks Okay. Uh, he, the Blackhawks organization, recently put out a memo saying that uh, the Blackhawks are in the midst of a rebuild, and uh, and a bunch of other Oof. apologies and bullshit. You're you're kind of the Blackhawks liaison. So I mean, so just to clarify, your three yeah. teams, right? Yes. Uh, your teams are the Red Wings, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Vegas Knights, right? Is that fair? Is that fair to assess? I, you, I, you sprinkle Columbus in there, I think. So my 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 personal teams are the Detroit okay. Red Wings and the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, and then and then probably Seattle when they come in. Okay. Um, my my grandfather who passed away last year was from Chicago. He grew up there during the Depression. He actually got to see John Dillinger dead in a windowsill after they gunned him down. Oh yes. Yeah, he and he went to like one of the first. Uh, cubs games when they actually were in the world series like back then nice yeah uh, he's a huge fan so he was a chicago blackhawks fan through and through and uh just just because of family sentimental reasons i i, I hold a torch for the blackhawks and my my dad has 
from Columbus. Uh, he was born in Columbus, rather. So really? he's a Blue Jackets fan. So when my teams are gone, I'll 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 go down the list and and root for you know people that I care about teams. But Detroit and Vegas, that's you. Detroit and Vegas are me. Uh, Detroit's okay. always been my team, and then Ve- Vegas was created. Uh, one of my I'm I'm not necessarily a world uh, a worldly guy. I mean I've actually that's not true. I've been to places. I just never been east. I've, I've <laughs> never I've never been east of Denver. We'll put it that nice. way. I've been Damn, all over you've the. Been, you've been east, dude. You've been so east. Denver Denver's the furthest east <laughs> I've ever gone in my entire life. <laughs> that's like seventy five percent of the United States. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, do you know you? No, do but you, I've buddy. been, I've that's been, cool. I've been down to, I've been down to your neck of the woods. I've been to Denver, yeah. been all around the Pacific Northwest, been up into Canada, went to Hawaii. I've been, I've, I've gone west, just not, just not east. Well, I, I hear, I've... I hear people are really angry over there all the time. They, they're kind of mean. There's a lot of aggression that I hear. Yeah, like no, once... I've, I've dated a few girls from the east, and yeah. uh, they're kind of bitches. A lot, of, I mean? a lot of a lot of aggression that I hear. Just, like everybody's just like their guards always up, and everybody's arguing all the time. I I, I don't know. I, maybe I just maybe I'm too soft for it. Who knows? Yeah, but, I just I just don't think they'd find us funny. You know, uh, probably not. So I've I've dated a few. You're getting girls in a lot of fights over there. Yeah, I've dated a few girls from the East Coast, and like you know, um, angry sex. You know what I mean? Oh, um, okay. Oh well, no, I don't want to talk about it, but you know, don't. Well, don't were they bo- They were Boston girls. Yeah, shoot. F- fuck, fuck, fucking a. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about before it? Fuck, uh, it's uh, we were talking about the uh, the Bruins. Oh, what are our we're teams? talking about oh, the hey, Bruins. Hey, uh, so it's it's funny you say the Patriots. They don't have Tom Brady anymore. Oh, well, it's good for them because Cam it's Newton fucking, threw three interceptions today. He threw a real good game. Fucking mad wicked pisser. Oh, fuck. Oh, wicked pisser. What are you fucking... You, I was talking you, about uh, my... Hot tuna? You hot tuna guy? talking about my favorite teams. Uh, oh, I love the hot tuna. The Red, the Red Wings were my top team, and then Vegas came along. Uh, Vegas is one of the few big cities that I've been to. Uh, I actually went so, to the... When it was still open, I went to the... Uh, the Las Vegas Hilton, they had the Star Trek experience, and it was so fucking cool Well, when I, I, just, when I was a kid. I, you know, I just want to say, yeah. uh, last October, there was a chance that you could have gone to multiple Vegas games. It was. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, you left me fucking hanging. I did buy you some drinks. Uh, well, you know, your, your 25 bucks got me at like one drink. <laughs> one, one It was more than 25 Inside the stadium. I came down uh, for the wedding. Yeah, well, and we had a fucking blast, didn't we? Uh, we absolutely Anyways, did. what, so, so I want, I want you to try to, I mean, you, you know my number one team. I mean, Ducks, Ducks will always be my number one team, but. Yep. Um, I want you know I I got three other teams like you so I have you know Seattle Seattle is going to be my team as soon Seattle as they be, come in Seattle be in the mix when uh, happens. well as soon as Seattle comes into fruition I mean I'm, you know you and I are going to be two of the guys that know the most about hockey in that entire fucking region right right uh, not okay um, not not to hold on not to interrupt you but if somebody is like asked me before like you talk so much shit about Seattle why would you like the Seattle hockey team and I I replied with 
if I liked a team based on the city they're from, I would definitely not like the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> Detroit hey, is a fucking nice, dude. Detroit is a shithole. Okay, uh. like it's it is an absolute. It is the dumpster fire of the. It is so bad there that they don't. It's like you don't even talk about it anymore because it's like Chicago's the active dumpster fire. Detroit's mm. like the dumpster fire that they put out. And now, like, kind of smolders. It's just they still ki- smoldering. Yeah, and they kicked it into the river, and it's like it's it, like it's so far gone that we don't even talk about it anymore. It's so bad there. <laughs> um, no, I can't. It's, if if I rooted for teams based on the cities that I liked, I would be rooting for Vegas and I. I, I don't even. I haven't. Again, I haven't been to that many cities. Calgary, maybe. Uh, probably uh, Glendale, Arizona. Yeah, probably Arizona too. So <laughs> it's it's definitely not it's definitely not based on like the cities that I like. That that doesn't Seattle is uh, Seattle is definitely not on my as somebody who's been to Seattle multiple times uh, and lived lived outside for quite a while. Um, I'm not a, not a huge fan of the place. Seattle is a uh, proximity like. Correct. It is definitely yeah. a proximity thing. Uh, I've got Ken over in Seattle, so it's 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 a it's a convenience thing. Not to mention, uh, there's very good possibility that they're going to draft some local boys. So, Ugh. yeah, Tyler, you know who, that Tyler Johnson's on that short list. Yeah, someone someone who we potentially are going to get on the podcast. Honestly, uh, I I don't I don't see us having an issue with getting. A few guys who are probably going to be on that Seattle shortlist. Yep. Um, so, so I just, I just want to, you know, here, here's my thing. So, I, I think, I think you know, Ducks are my team, right? I mean, that's that's my number one. That's the team who you could literally tell me that they were going to rebuild, and I would tell you that they were going to make the fucking Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's my team. Yeah. But other than that, I think, you know, I, I've been relatively tight-lipped on, on, on kind of who I'm, uh, you know, following these days and who, who my team, especially the East Coast, right? I mean, you kind of have right. two West Coast teams. You kind of have two East Coast teams. Yep. So I'm, cur- I'm curious who you think uh, just over the years. I mean, we haven't really talked about this, but who, who you think just who we've talked about, who my two East Coast teams are? Oh, your East Coast teams. Um, based on who you talk about, um, let me, give me, give me a second to, to rattle that around. Uh, East coast. So, so like, I, East, like Eastern conference teams. Yeah. So I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Um, okay. there, there was a podcast we did probably about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, I got pretty, you and I got pretty into it about goalies. Um, and the and the team that I got into you about goalies. It's either Boston or Toronto, then. Yeah, so Boston. Uh, Bo- so, really? So yeah. So my my top my top East Coast team is actually Boston. So I would not have um, said that. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, I have a really good friend and his wife. They're both big Bruins fans, and I love those two. Okay. Two, Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you yep. met you met both of them. Yep. Shout actually. out, shout out to them because I know that they listen to the podcast. Yeah. So uh, Lanny and uh, and Mike. Uh, yep. Both of yep. both of them listen to the podcast, and uh, both of them got me into the Bruins. And so 
you know, I see. I would have thought that. I, um, I would have said probably because of player loyalty. I would have said Toronto uh-huh. just because of Johnny T. Uh, I love Johnny T. And uh, you know, I, we 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 have a mutual buddy who loves Johnny T more than I do. I know. Uh, I, I and, know. And he, we can't he, get him on the podcast. We don't know where the fuck he is these days. Uh, I can't get him on the fucking horn. I can't get him on the text messaging system. Last time, last time I chatted with him, last time I chatted with him, he was trying to get a bat out of his cabin. Well, that, uh, well, uh, uh, baseball or, uh, animal animal. Oh, wow. Good for him. (laughs) Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's property value right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, but you know, um, yeah, I, at the same time, I mean, I, I, I follow his teams, um, but yeah, I mean, if my East Coast teams, uh, Boston, Boston for sure. I just I follow that team. I you know for some reason the Ducks on the West Coast make a ton of deals with Boston. That is uh, weird. I don't know what it is. They just they you know Nick Ritchie, uh, Andre Kasha recently have have made deals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do follow Toronto. So I mean you know uh, Freddie Anderson's up there, and in, in at the time he was our best goalie in in yep. Anaheim, and yep. uh, so yeah, I, I, that's fair. I I will consider those teams. I also weirdly follow Florida a lot. I don't I don't know why. Um, well, Bob Brovsky, yeah, um, yeah. So I, we're I, all I really huge follow. Bob fans here. Good old, good old Bob. But uh, on a side note, I am not keeping him in my big fantasy hockey league. So we do need to get that going again here soon. Uh, see, yeah, I. Uh, uh, yeah, my. We wife still got. For... We've we've still got money to hand out to people. No, we don't. <laughs> what do you mean we don't? Well, I don't know. Maybe we blew it on some. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, but I mean, no, we don't. Hey, let's <laughs> let's talk about something a little more fun. Okay. Uh, while we have a little bit of time, we got so we, we got we got about, about four it. minutes left. So yeah, we got to we got to be quick about it. Uh, the Blackhawks are rebuilding. And yes, I just, Blackhawks I wanna, are rebuilding. I think this is a huge point. Uh, Doc Emmerich retiring is a huge point, but I think I think the Blackhawks rebuilding is probably a bigger uh you know point in in the hockey news then then uh i think it i think it was i think this is such big news because it was a forced rebuild like Mm -hmm. if if it was anybody else if it was any other gm they would try to they would try to keep the blackhawks as contenders as long as john Tavares and patrick kane are on this team uh taves jonathan taves and patrick kane Mm-hmm. You said Tavares, but yeah. You're oh, did I? Sorry, I apologize. Um, as long as they're on this team, any GM would like try to. It's like uh, the the dude with Pittsburgh. You know, like mm-hmm. as as yeah. long as Jim Rutherford has Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, he's going to try to at least give it a kick at the can every year. Right, right. Whereas yeah. Scotty Bowman has accepted it, and I think you know, because it's not like like Art. Yeah, Artes and Kane getting older. Yes. Are they washed up by any means? Absolutely not. Oh, fuck no. Absolutely not. Um, this team, if you if you can put some pieces around this guys, these guys could easily be a playoff team. But mm-hmm. they're embracing a rebuild, which I think has upset, uh, upset the core. Um, now, 
now, I, yes, I would listen to arguments of what is the core now with the Blackhawks. Uh, obviously, Taze and Kane are the the central core. Um, but after that, it gets a little murky. You know, it, it used to be it used to be those two with Seabrook and Duncan Keith, mm-hmm. and uh, Duncan Keith has lost a step, and Seabrook has lost all of the steps. So. <laughs> He doesn't even have the sheet music anymore. No, he just he steps on the ice just... and falls immediately. It's done. <laughs> uh, He's got so skate guards on. Yeah, there's there's yeah. nothing there on that front. Uh, that it's, I would argue now that the core is Kirby Doc and Alex DeBrincat and maybe even mm-hmm. Ryan, uh, Strom. Well, they're so turn- they're, well, they're not going to sign Strom though. No, they probably won't. I right, so this is the problem. Is again, they're going for a rebuild, which makes no sense to me. Um, like, while well, you still got, I understand that. No, or even if you surround these guys with better players, are they the best? No, but God, ugh, it just feels so bad to waste two or th- two or three years of, cause by the time they get through this rebuild, Kane and Taze are going to be support players, mm-hmm. not, not core players. Yeah. So my issue with this is you're, you're basically, you're basically banking on the fact that Kirby doc is a first line center in the NHL now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you're basically, you're basically saying like he can't play second line center. He yep. has to jump Taves immediately. And then we need to build around Taves and Kane being on the second line. We need to put some first line players on this team. Um, I I hate Debrin, it. Debrin I, Kat's your I new Panarin. This. I you know I yeah exactly like if you had Panarin if you had Debrinket still like maybe right and um, there's no defense on this team right I, no goal there's no goalies there's no goalies there's, there's stop a out puck? of the top out of the top six offense on this team there is no one I don't I there's there's literally no one Duncan Keith is not Duncan Keith anymore Duncan Keith is a shadow of himself. I can't yeah. name you. I couldn't name you. Now that they just got rid of uh, Ali Mata, I can't name you any fucking... And Gustafsson, they already moved him. Gustafsson's um, gone too. I, it makes no sense to me. So I have no idea. And the goalies I can name only because they've you know seen time and were terrible. Malcolm Subban was the backup in Vegas, and he's bad. And Delia, you've got Delia and one other guy, and they're both terrible too. So I, this is... Uh, bet the over. Bet the over for Blackhawks games next coming season. It's so interesting to me. Because they're going to lose these games like 5-2. This is this is such an interesting concept to me because I, you know, and, and, and this is what I get into all the time with Ducks fans is, look, there's, there's, there's a time to rebuild and there's a time to just fucking pepper the... Pepper the roster with young guys and Let, give the fans the idea of hope. Right. I just, you know, I, like we're not, know? yeah, no, we're not going to win, but God, maybe if, if the stars align and things can, it might happen. It probably won't, but it might happen. Like that's, that's what that's a, like Pittsburgh still, Pittsburgh is right in that vein right now. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's like, like if you ask any penguins fan, they're like, we've always got a shot because we've got Crosby and Malkin. But no, I mean, if the stars align and those guys, you know, they find chemistry and whatnot, sure. Could Pittsburgh go on a run? Maybe. But th- that's that's where they're at. At least there's hope in Pittsburgh. Like, it's not like they're going to – there's no way that Jim Rutherford's coming out tomorrow and saying we're rebuilding. 
here's here's my thing. Okay. This is this is Well you go know. go fast. We've got like two minutes. Okay. Uh I would prefer to be on a team who sprinkles in these players. You know, they, they finish maybe two, three years in the bottom ten. They get some players who are absolute difference makers. Um, you know, and, and realistically can sell off some players and get a late round first pick. And, you you know, you can kind of fill in those players. I would much rather have a team like that than a team that wastes the the rest of a career like Taves, like yep. Kane. Um, and, you know, realistically could be a Buffalo. I mean, you draft wrong. You are a Buffalo. You are a fucking non-playoff team. You're a Toronto. You're a non-playoff team for 12 more years. Um, it failed, right? And, and that's what that's what pisses me off is that this and 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 realistically for me as a Ducks fan, it's just incompetent fucking retards, uh, yeah. uh, dipshits, right? Yep. Um, that uh, you know the R word's bad, right? Whatever. Uh, right. But it's just it's just incompetent fucking idiots who literally look at the roster and they go, "This isn't gonna win a cup this year, is it not?" No shit. No. I can I can be a GM and I will tell you this isn't gonna win a fucking cup this year, but I can sprinkle in my good players that I've drafted in the last three to four years, and this team can be a cup contender in two to three years, right? And I think, you know, I, I, I think GMs that, that uh, do this, that listen to their fucking fan base way too much and just and think full rebuild versus, uh, you know, mediocrity, they, they don't know, right? right? And GMs that listen to that, they just, they need to sack up and they need to either decide, look, I'm going to make a push for a wild card this year. I'm going to sprinkle in my good fucking uh, draft picks the next two years. And I'm gonna make a push in three years, right? Yep. That's that's the fucking way to do it. And uh, you know, and 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 you know, I think Chicago is looking at a team like New York and going, something like this is great, right? This is a big market. We can just tell our fans that we're going to rebuild and it's just gonna work out for us in three fucking years. Are you fucking kidding me? They get the second pick last year, they get the first round pick this year. Nobody fucking does that unless Bettman literally handed them that fucking pick both those fucking picks it's just not gonna happen you need to fucking sprinkle that 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 little bit of veteran uh prime and and young guys into a lineup if you're gonna even have a chance um i think we're seeing it with detroit right uh eiserman came in there and he was like look i need competent fucking nhlers that they can win 25 games this year, and then next year I sprinkle in a little bit more, right? I win 32 games. The next year I sprinkle in a little bit more. I win 39 to 40 games, and I'm in the fucking playoffs, right? I mean, it's just, it's just you know, there there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it, and I think Bowman's just, he's, he's of that old adage of, look, you either fucking have the best team to go win the fucking ship this year or don't or you need to rebuild completely and don't even try and i think that sucks i mean that sucks so um i you know what chicago fans that sucks but fuck you you won a ton of cups so fuck off 
Yeah, you know that's I mean? at the end of the day that that I mean you guys have had yeah. a lot of success fuck it. and fuck it. Uh, no one feels too bad for you. So No, fuck off. I don't yep. feel bad at all. Yep, there you go. All right, that's about it. Uh, we're rounding out the program here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Please subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening in on. Uh, we also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Those are the two things we're most active on. And uh, fuck, we really appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, once again, please, if you're going to bet on anything, please bet with the commish. Um, he's, he's a gem, and we appreciate him. And uh-huh. uh, thanks for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, buddy. There we go. All right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll talk to you later.